What's good, y'all? What's good, Real Talk Squad? This is Miles, and you're listening to Real Talk with Miles Johnson, where you know I always keep it real. Now, 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 the NBA is back, man. The NBA is back, and I'm just so glad. You know, honestly, I feel like I feel like this has been the shortest off season ever. This feels shorter than like the off season with COVID. I mean, with that, I guess, you know, the season ended in March and then, you know, you still had, you know, a long time until July. But I feel like just like that, the NBA season started and the first game, you know, my 76ers versus the Celtics. And I had to, you know, get my direct thoughts on this game. I'm actually on my mic right now. No video, just straight mic, just straight mic podcast format going back to my roots going back to you know my old podcast setup and man let's get right into it the Sixers came up short they came up short and I particularly wasn't pleased by their effort today especially on the defensive end now I'll be honest the way that the NBA is going Defense is an afterthought. Offense is the main key. Shooting three-pointers, that's what head coaches are really, you know, making the imperative move to their players is be like, y'all need to score the ball. So both teams scored the ball at a great clip. The Celtics had 126 points. The Sixers had 117 points. And honestly, if you told me that the Sixers would score 117 points on this same Celtics defense that was the best in the league last year and gave the Warriors fits from time to time in the finals, I would say the Sixers would win this game. But no, it was their second half defense. And really, their matter of fact, it was, it was their second half defense. But it was also... Their defense in the second quarter. You give up 40 points in the second quarter. I mean, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum were just flat out having their way. And we're going to talk about them a little bit later on. And I think this does have more to do with their stellar play rather than the Sixers not being as good as I thought they were defensively. But... At the end of the day, they let up 40 points in the second quarter. And it's crazy that they let up 40 points in a second quarter. And they were tied at halftime. Right? So that that shows that this Sixers team has the ability to score with the Nets. With score with the Celtics of the world. You know, the Nets. The, you know, other powerhouses in the East. So offense won't be a problem. It's just... You know, all the pieces that they got, DeAnthony Melton, P.J. Tucker, Eddie House, getting everyone on the same page to where they're a cohesive unit on the defensive end. So talk about the Celtics. I mean, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum look to be the best one-two punch in the NBA. And Jason Tatum particularly I think it's trying to make a statement that, you know what, I am 
a top five player in this league. When you talk about Luka, Giannis, I'm either in that, you know, discussion or I'm right after them, right? And I think, you know, Tatum has a right to believe that. When you talk about, you know, we have Giannis, that's like number one, or Luka, number two. I guess they could be interchangeable, but those are one and two in terms of like, you know, the young players right now that are going to take that, you know, leap to really carry that torch as the best player in the league in the NBA. And Tatum, you know, I would say is number three. And, you know, he could possibly take that torch as well um, out of Luka uh, and Giannis. However, how he played in the finals last season wasn't too pretty. So coming into this season, I feel like Jason Tatum has something to prove. He feels like people doubt him. People think that, you know what, maybe last year it was just, you know, a fluke. You know, you know, people doubt if I can do this again. And the Celtics look very scary. So, again, where Tatum stacks up in the East, he has got to be the top three player in the East right now. I would still have Embiid over him and KD. Uh, but, 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 you know, Tatum is really making his case to be – a solidified top 10 player, which I think he is, but even further than that, be like a top six, top set, you know, top six, really top five player, you know, if he can really back up his play just like he did last season into this season. So that was encouraging. And you talk about the Sixers again, I'll go back to them. Uh, their bench um, needs work, and it needed work last year. Um, you know, we had guys like, you know, uh, you know, Shake Milton, who's still on the team. I don't know how, but, you know, he is. Uh, you know, various guys, Niang that was on there, Cork Moss. Now, some of them played, start, you know, they started too. Uh, you know, we, didn't, we had Andre jumping for a little bit. But our bench just wasn't that. It was really our starters that were the driving force of all our points. And if we have, you know, three potential, you know, all-stars in – Joel Embiid, Harden, Maxim. We have a guy who's you know not an All Star, but above a you know starter level in Tobias Harris. Uh, most of your points is going to come from them. However, when they're off the court, the bench has to keep up with the points. And the third quarter just fell apart. It's like you know if you leave Embiid out, what's going to happen? And the Sixers need a big man. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm out on Montrezl Harrell. I, I. 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 I'm out. I mean, he makes too many. Too many plays. You're just like, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? So, you know what? I'll. I'll ease up on Montrezl Harrell. I'll. I'll let him and to get himself in the system. But we gonna go back on you know that premise that you know, I don't like Montrezl Harrell on this team. Uh, in a couple in a couple of weeks after we see more games that the Sixers have played, uh, but yeah, he got to show me some because I was not impressed. Uh, talk about you know a guy in you know Anthony Melton, five points. I would like you to have a little bit more than that. You know, Daniel House one point, Niang you know three points. These are supposed to be like those shooters on the team. That when when they're wide open, they're always going to be a threat, and so so to see to see out of those three players 
Niang, House, and Melton. They only had two threes combined. Uh, it's disappointing in that aspect, and that's part of Doc Rivers is having the right rotations to make sure that Harden, Maxi, and Embiid are you know at least one of them is on the court at you know at all times, or Tobias Harris as well, but also find different ways to make the bench more acclimated to you know the offense and all that, and not make them just an afterthought, which they which they have been for the past years that. Doc has been here where, you know, Brett Brown has been here. I mean, the bench has always been, like, that afterthought that, like, oh, I mean, uh, uh. so, you know, know, kudos to uh, Daryl Morey for making these moves in the the offseason. I look forward to see how they pan out. But, yeah, today uh, those moves weren't very surprising at all. Now, now, now. As we uh, conclude this episode, I do want to talk about a guy in Jalen Brown, and he's a dog. Jalen Brown is a dog. He's the type of guy that I want on my team, but I don't want to play against him. And I know a guy in Jason Tatum, he's in basketball heaven, dealing with a guy in Jalen Brown. Is he going to defend the other team's best player? Not saying that Tatum can't defend. He isn't afraid to get into people's faces. He was right at Embiid. Right? He got that dog in him. He isn't afraid of the moment. He doesn't crumble under pressure. And he's a guy that you can rely on, a guy that you can trust. And for a superstar player like Tatum, you have to have guys that you trust. Heck, Joel Embiid. He didn't have anybody last year who he trusted, and that was why the Sixers did not make the playoff. Or did not, you know, beat the Heat and advance up to the conference finals and, you know, get to the championship. Because he didn't have anybody he could trust. Harden. You know, he uh, you know, wasn't himself. Was he injured? I don't know. But he wasn't himself. Tyrese Maxey, you know, young stud, but you know, he still has ways to go to you know, being a consistent all-star level caliber player. And I think that he can be this season, though. But with Jason Tatum, he knew every night. I know JB going to play well. So that kind of elevates my game because you know that the guy next to you is going to put on a clinic. That he is going to, you know, put his points up and, you know, leave his impact on the game. Uh, so... Talk about a guy in Jalen Brown who right now he is 25 years old and a guy in Jason Tatum who right now he is 24 years old. Now we're about to see them really take over in the East. And I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as a Sixers fan uh, because they're only 24 and 25. Just keep this core together. Them two, and by the time they're 30, I wouldn't be surprised that they get at least two rings. Uh, I mean, a, a pair of wings that talented, you don't see that often. And I, The last pair of wings that were this talented were Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. So I'm not comparing them saying that they're going to be the next Chicago Bulls, next, next, next uh, Chicago Bulls dynasty, but... 
they're off to a pretty good start. And I see a lot, a lot of potential in this duo. They look real good. And Ime Udoka, he's going to lose his job. He's, he just is. There's no way he's coming back. Um, it doesn't seem like the team really misses him. Granted, it is one game, but I feel like the leaders on the team, players-wise, Marcus Smart, you know, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they'll really lead that culture um, and, you know, push the team, push the team through any adversity that they might face, you know, in the, you know, season. Uh, but, you know, I'm happy to have the NBA coming back. I'm happy that I'm seeing my Sixers play, although we did not get the dub. I'm just happy to know cover hoops once again. So be sure to like, comment, subscribe. If you're watching on Apple Podcasts, be sure to download this podcast so you're hip to when other episodes drop. Now, I'm going to have a full schedule of when I'm posting on my Instagram page. So you need to follow me at Real Talk with MJ. On Instagram, on Twitter, I will post updates on when episodes are dropping, when you can expect new episodes, when you might see new collabs, what the case may be, go ahead and follow me on the socials. And with that being said, y'all, this is Real Talk with Miles Johnson, where you know I always keep it real. I'm out, y'all.